Should you put your podcast on YouTube? Welcome to Podcast Answers, the show where I help you start and create and grow your podcast. So with that, guys, it has been so, so, so long since I have been here for this show. Uh, I have been really busy lately. I have been, uh, you know, December is normally busy for everybody. And that's no exception for me. Uh, you know, for me, it's been it's been quite a while since I, I've done this show. So I think it was the beginning of November since I did this show. And to be honest, a lot of it was work related because I ended up having to uh, do a whole phone project at work, which consumed more time than I would even like to admit. But you know what? I'm back now and I'm doing these episodes and I really miss podcasting. So welcome to season two. This is season two of the podcast answers podcast. And I've been thinking a lot about podcasting lately. And I've been thinking about all of the things that go into podcasting and what that means for for uh, us as creators and things like that. So again, I've been thinking about podcasting. But again, I'm sorry that it has taken me so long to get back into it just because again work related stuff and with christmas and new years it's just been kind of kind of busy so i've been i have been editing podcasts for clients and i've been doing some one-on-one podcast consulting while i've not been here doing podcasts here but if you need help with your podcast too i can do that you can help me you can contact me at podcastanswers.com slash contact and that will get you uh, a contact form where you can contact me and i can again help you edit your podcasts i can also do podcast consulting to help you start podcasts so what are the things that have been on my brain well you know i have been thinking a lot about the pod the topic of podcasts and putting your podcast on youtube uh because that's just we'll talk about that in a minute but it's a, a big a big thing to be thinking about but guys the other thing i've been thinking about is music podcasts so there's a lot of you've heard me talk about podcasts and being value for value and what that means is essentially that there's a a a wallet uh, electronic wallet that is in your rss feed and it allows some of the new podcasting apps to send you micropayments and small amounts of money as people are listening to your podcast and also allows them to boost, which is essentially a bigger, a bigger donation to you along with that. There is a attached a message. So a boostagram and and that's, that's so cool. But what has come out of this is, and this people have been doing as far as musicians have been putting some of their music, you know, not maybe not big name musicians, but some musicians have been putting their albums out as, podcast so they have an rss feed for their album and what that does is it allows people in the podcast app to search for that well some of the new things in podcasting 2.0 it allows you to also set what's called a medium which you can set meaning that you're saying that that your what your content is is music it is music and so that's allowed some of the podcast apps to have a music selection so you can go through and listen to music on these podcast apps really easily you can find them and you know not just looking for the not just looking for podcasts but actual 
uh, but actual music uh, with that. And so musicians have also taken to this idea of value for value and putting wallets in their podcast feeds. And so what that allows you to do is as you're listening to their music, you can send them messages and you can send them things like that. Well, what's really, really cool is it has it has been developed what we're calling wallet switching technology and or what that does is essentially as i'm doing a podcast uh, let's say i'm i'm doing this podcast and i want to play a song in here i can tell my rss feed that at 4 minutes 35 seconds instead of instead of using my wallet which is the default wallet for this podcast episode switch over to use a different one so we've always had it so we can do an episode you, you again technically you have you can do it as a, a rss feed so the, for the whole show you can say this is my wallet but then you can also do an episode so like i did with when i had the dave jones on i put dave jones in the split for that episode which allowed during that whole episode if you were to boost or stream you would have got dave jones money that money would also have gone to dave jones well, with this wallet switching technology, what that allows you to do is, is say specifically at this time, you know, for five minutes, 21 seconds until seven minutes, 21 seconds, use a different wallet. So if I'm playing music, I could say, bring in the, the split from that artist and then anything as I'm playing that music goes to that artist and then as soon as that song is done, switch back to me. Or what this also works is if you want to do interviews, like a multi-interview show where I'm talking to Dave Jones and Adam Curry and Todd Cochran and whoever, I can, at the moment that I have Dave Jones on, I can switch that to be Dave Jones's wallet. And then when I go to interview Adam Curry, I can have Adam Curry's podcast wallet pop up. And so that's really cool because it allows you to, and then also, yes, Todd, you get some too when I, we switch to you and talk to you. But what's cool is that allows you to do shows like music shows. And so one of the main ones is, you know, Boostagram Ball. And those of you who may not know, but Adam Curry, who is a big name in podcasting, he was also a, one of the first uh, MTV VJs. And so he hosted something called Headbangers Ball back then, which is a, a you know, a video show. They, he started with something called Boostagram Ball, which is essentially the same thing. Instead of playing music videos, though, he's playing new music from artists who are value for value enabled. And what that allows him to do then is as he's playing that, it switches over to that artist. You, you boost them. You, you're paying the artist as you're listening to him. They get the messages. If you send any messages to them, it's really cool. So I dabbled in that. I did a podcast called Andy's Music Hour, and it's not in any of it's not in apple podcasts and it's uh not on spotify and you have to be using one of the new podcast apps and you can find that at podcastanswers.com slash boost b-o-o-s-t and you'll be able to find all of the podcast apps that you can find that in and then certain specific ones if they if they allow the value time split which um so castomatic and fountain and a few others do that you can listen to my my music hour, Andy's music hour, which oddly is named Andy's music hour because it wasn't actually an hour. It was like 15 minutes, but I wanted to name it that. So it's really cool because it allows, again, the artists to get paid while you're playing their music. And so what my show did and Boostergram Ball, and again, I don't know if I'm going to continue doing that show or not. 
I was experimenting with it and I may put it out randomly, but with what that allows you to do is as you're playing the music, as you're playing the artist, it goes and actually pulls in their wallet and gives the money to them. It's so cool, you guys, because what it allows them to do is get paid. And what I've heard from the artist is that they've made more money doing this and having their music in the value for value universe than they have in a whole time that they were on Spotify and Apple Apple Music and things like that. And it's cool because, again, you like the music, you push, you pay him, and it's really, really cool. And then they can also, you can send them messages and yeah, it's just really, really cool. So if you want to check it out and see what it sounds like, I'll link my first episode in the show notes for this episode because, again, it is kind of cool. It's kind of fun, but I will listen. I will link that in our show notes to this episode. But now on to YouTube and should you put your podcast on YouTube? So YouTube and Google are getting into podcasts again. And I say again because they have done it several times. The latest thing that they've done is had Google Podcasts, which is a podcast app for Android and iOS. But they're killing that. They're killing Google Podcasts. And we've all heard it said that YouTube is the biggest search engine and Google is the second biggest search engine. And so you should be everywhere and you should put your podcast on YouTube. Now, I have two, well, three podcasts now. I didn't do video for my Andy's Music Hour, but I have two podcasts. I have this one and I have one called Dudes and Dads Podcast. And I have always, since the very beginning in both of those podcasts, I have recorded video and actually I've live streamed the video. So it's not in a traditional podcast app. You can't listen or watch my video in podcast apps. Um, and, and so it, you can't, you can't do that, but you can watch it on YouTube because that's what I've, I've done. I've, I've streamed it to YouTube. Because I figure I want to be everywhere that people are at. And if I'm recording, I might as well do a video. And so what I do is I record my podcast. um, But you can upload it to video. So what's new here with YouTube is if you have a video recording, you can upload your video to YouTube. Then you can create a playlist called whatever your show is. And and then there's a checkmark that says it's a podcast playlist. And then your podcast is going to show up in YouTube Music as a as a as a video podcast. It'll be in the YouTube Music app as a video podcast, as well as always on on you know YouTube proper, YouTube.com, YouTube app. And YouTube is also building an RSS ingestion tool that'll allow your podcast to be auto-inputted into YouTube. However, a couple things on this. Your what it's going to do is it's going to take your audio episode and it's going to put a static image on top of it. So it's going to be whatever the cover art is that's on the playlist and it will put that statically. So it's going to be just that as as the video. So it's not going to obviously create any video, but it's not going to show any video. It's just going to show that static image. The one downside of this is if you need to make any changes to your audio, you know, right as of right now, it's not going to work the same as as in any other podcast app, if, if I wanted to change this audio 
that you're listening to me right now in, in a podcast app, all I have to do is upload a new, new media file, new MP3 to captivate my media host. And then that file gets served from now on. And you don't have to do any editing. You don't have to pull your old episode and, and re- recreate a new one. But with YouTube, it's going to be like that. You are going to have to pull your old episode. You're going to have to... It'll actually make as an unlisted video because you don't want to completely delete it because it, that will get rid of your stats. And so it's going gonna, it's gonna to make that as an unlisted video. And you have to upload a new video, which will have a new URL for it, a new link. And so if you want to change that, you're going to have to update everything else so that it, it knows that that's where your 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 episode is because it's going to be new. And then again, like I was saying, your stats that you're getting from YouTube aren't going to carry over. It's not going to combine those two stats. It's just going to be two separate things. So you'll need to go into your old video and see, oh, I've had 6,000 plays on my old episode and my new episode has 2,000 plays. So I've had 8,000 plays on it. So you'll have to do that calculating manually on that. It's just, it's one of those things that it's not going to work really seamlessly. So should you put your, your episode, your podcast into YouTube? As I've said before, I'm all about being everywhere with your podcast, no matter what that means. You know, I'm in Spotify. I don't particularly like what Spotify is doing with podcasting and trying to hijack that thing, but I'm in Spotify. I'm in YouTube. I, you know, I have YouTube videos in there. Uh, so should you be there with your podcast? I'm all about being everywhere. So I'm going to say yes. However, if you have a video episode of your podcast, only upload your YouTube video and put it in the playlist. Don't also have YouTube ingest your RSS feed. These things that are ingested will only have a static image on it and not the actual video. So you don't, don't actually, that will actually create two different podcasts. They're not going to be married. They're not going to be together. It's going to be two separate things. So if I did that, if I uploaded my video and I also uploaded, had it ingest my RSS feed, I would have podcast answers that has video and I would have podcast answers that has just audio and they would be essentially the same thing. Now, again, unless you're doing separate audio and video, you know, for your, your, your video and your audio, but most of the time if we're recording episodes, like right now I'm recording the video, I'm recording the audio. That's going to be the same. And the edits that I make in this video are going to be edited in the audio too. And so do not, if you have a video, an actual video for your podcast, which I think is great because again, I don't know how many people are just going to sit and listen to a YouTube video that has a podcast episode in it. Because again, most of the time I'm on YouTube, I have my screen out, I'm watching something I have it in my hand, and, uh, and I'm not going to do that with just a static image. And I know that people have done this for years. They've uploaded m- music. They've uh, done a lot of things that just has a static image on it or whatever. But for the most part, your most engagement is going to come from people who can actually see you. You're on a video and they're going to want to see you. And this is why they watch video. They watch video because they want to see you. They want to connect with you. They want to connect with you as, as the host. And so for me, again, in the long run, video, is it the most engaging thing to sit and watch a talking head? No, not exactly. But for me, I do video because I can, it's easy. And because 
I just, I like it and it brings more engagement for my podcast. Things to note. (laughs) Video is not new in podcasting. Video has been around since the beginning of podcasting. but But it has been difficult because you could always upload a video file to your media host as long as your media host allowed that. You know, some have like Libsyn and Blueberry, but video files are are large. They're a lot larger than MP3s. So as an audio, for the most part, if I'm doing stereo and 128 bit, it's going to be around a meg a minute. So if I do an hour long episode, it's going to be 60 meg file. Not terrible, not not bad. But if I do an hour episode of video, that can be several gigs big. And so your media host, your podcast host is going to charge you a lot more for that because they're getting a lot more bandwidth for them takes a lot more when it's that large of a file. And the nice thing about YouTube is it's free to upload your podcast to video to, to YouTube. Now, you can't listen to it in a podcast app, but YouTube now has YouTube music, which it will play. But again, note, video is nothing new. It's been around forever. And so you don't have to do video also. Don't feel like you have to do video. I mean, video is nice. I do it because, again, YouTube is a great discovery engine. It's a great algorithm. It's a great search engine. And so that's why I've done video because it's fairly easy for me to do. I record. I push record on my roadcaster. I push record in Ecamm because that's what I use to do my podcast, my video. And then I'm done because when I hit stop, the YouTube video is already up on YouTube and it's good to go. Now I can edit that and then sometimes I do. But don't feel like you have to do video. Video is more involved as far as you have to have good lighting and you have to have a good camera and you have to have more things than just audio. You can do an audio podcast in your closet. You can do an audio podcast in your basement by the water heater. But as you start incorporating video into your podcast episodes, you're going to be you're going to want your room to look nice. You're going to want your room to have be more involved. You're going to want your room to to just be more pleasing to the eye. And so you have to get lights and a camera. And the more you get into video, the more expensive it can be and the more involved it can be. Again, I know that kind of contradicts itself because I said for me, I just hit it record, hit record. But again, I have those things. I have I have everything that I need. But at the same time, don't feel like you have to do video. It's not going to make or break your podcast. In fact, most people listening to any of my podcasts don't come across from from YouTube. My numbers are saying that most people that listen to my podcast listen in a podcast app. However, I mean, there are a good chunk of people that come over from YouTube and watch my YouTube video. It's not, it's not equal. There are definitely more people listening to the audio than there are the video. But because I can do it is why I do it. But it you don't feel like you have to do it. Because again, it's more... And editing is a lot harder for video. If you're going to edit your video, you have to be more conscious of what you're doing. And it's, it, can be a, it can be a lot harder. 
So don't feel like you have to do video. I am going to be chatting on this podcast soon with somebody who works at Ecamm that, and we're going to be talking about video podcasting in general, how easy it can be with spe- specifically with Ecamm. Ecamm is just so easy. And again, that's E-C-A-M-M. You just record while you're doing your, your video or whether you're doing your audio. And then like this podcast is is created with Ecamm. So if you want to check that out, you can go to podcastanswers.com slash Ecamm. And again, that's E-C-A-M-M. So podcastanswers.com slash Ecamm. And that will get you a free trial. This is a Mac-only software. So do note that it is a Mac-only software. But again, it's one of the best things that I've found to record and stream video. So with that, guys, again, put your YouTube, put your video up on YouTube. That's fine. If you have a video, though, don't put the audio episode into YouTube. Don't let the RSS ingest it into YouTube because you'll end up with two different podcasts in there. And it's going to be really, really, really confusing. So guys, this podcast is value for value, like I mentioned earlier. And if you have received any value from it, please consider giving back to me for that. And you can do that either by going to podcastanswers.com slash boost. And that will get you one of these new podcast apps that I have been talking about that allows you to send the small micro payments to me with messages. Or you can go back to podcastanswers.com slash buy me a coffee. And that will allow you to send me money that helps cover the cost of producing this show. I've got costs from my hardware, my mic, and uh, the, the hosting, the media hosting, Ecamm, all of these hosts, all of these these uh, products that I'm using to produce this sh- show for you uh, do cost money. Uh, so if you feel so inclined, go out to podcastanswers.com slash buy me a coffee and uh, you can send one-off donations. Again, if you've got any value from this, I would appreciate you going out there and, and just showing me that you, you care about the co- the the content that I am creating. Guys, have a great week. And it feels so, so, so good to be back in the podcasting seat. Because like I said, I've been gone for so long. And we're going to be putting more content out in 2024. And look for an episode every week. Thanks, guys. Have a great week.